Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Good morning. The government has undertaken to look into how Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir managed to leave South Africa in spite of a court order preventing this. Acting Cabinet Spokesperson Pumla Williams says government will also comply with a high court order relating to a submission of an affidavit. Judge Dunstan Mlambo has given the government seven days to file an affidavit saying when and through which port al-Bashir had left. The High Court in Pretoria ruled that South Africa should have arrested al-Bashir in terms of an international criminal court warrant when he arrived in the country on Saturday to attend the African Union Summit in Santon. The South African Litigation Centre has meanwhile confirmed it is contemplating bringing contempt of court proceedings against the government. Al-Bashir was in Santon to attend the summit. The centre says it's disappointed with government's conduct. Spokesperson Caroline James. We're considering bringing contempt of court proceedings, but we will have to consult with our legal representative before we take any steps. Because we can't make a decision not having consulted with with our full colleagues as well as our, our representatives. The youth of 1976 is an example for today's youth to follow in their fight for economic freedom. This is according to Loiso Lugayeni of the Greater Johannesburg's ANC Youth League. She was speaking as Youth Day celebrations across the country start to commemorate the protest action by school children in 1976 against Afrikaans as the only teaching language. Lugayeni says today's youth face very different challenges. They were courageous. They were able to stand up and unite. Our fight is different. It's economic freedom. Those challenges will not be um, solved if young people of this country are not united. So the first step is nation building, dialogue, public debate, create platforms where young people are the ones who stand up, united, in order for us to be able to be the ones who are in the forefront of our own challenges currently. And finally, South Korea says another three people have died of Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, or MERS, bringing the number of fatalities to 19. The BBC's Kevin Kim reports from Seoul. Over 5,000 people who may have been in close contact with the virus are still under isolation. Many schools in Seoul have now reopened, but the anxiety amongst the public remains. The virus has been transmitted only in hospitals up to now, but officials in Seoul are still cautious that it may spread into the community. On top of keeping subways and cinemas clean, city hall officials have said over 9,000 karaoke bars and internet cafes will be sprayed with germ-killing solutions. Top story at 8 o'clock. The government has undertaken to look into how Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir managed to leave South Africa in spite of a court order preventing this. I'm Sureshan Pele. Back at 9 o'clock. Thank you very much, Sari.